Welcome to 50 Ways to Succeed at Work, where you hear stuff about ways to succeed even the most well-intentioned colleagues, advisors, careers officers and HR departments may never get around to mentioning. Episode 15, Tame the Beast. Be smart and master your anger and impatience. Collier discovers his favorite chair has been moved elsewhere. It's the third time this week. Each time he retrieves it, his anger quotient increases. This time, though, he explodes. He can't control himself and starts ranting loudly. Those inconsiderate idiots, those selfish creeps, those complete bastards. When Collier's supervisor calls him for a chat a couple of days later, he assumes it's about the project he's been working on so hard. What he hears instead shocks him. Coyle, you upset quite a lot of people the other day. What do you mean? Who? When? Well, you did. Is all that shouting and swearing really about a missing chair, or have I got that wrong? Yeah, some idiots keep moving my chair, which I need for my dodgy back. They did it three days running, and I spent ages tracking it down each time. Well, swearing isn't doing you any good, Coiler. In fact, I think it's beginning to harm your career. People see you as out of control and unable to manage your emotions. We really need to think about doing something about this. I'm really glad you suggested it, actually. I want you to attend an anger management course, and this is non-negotiable. When Collier returns from his course, he again meets his supervisor. Well, how'd it go? I've realised now what I need to do. I have to express my angry feelings in an assertive, not aggressive manner. That's the healthiest way to express anger. I have to tame the beast. I've started practising calming techniques, including breathing and meditation. And what about your wandering chair? Any solutions? Well, rather than wait for it to get AWOL again, I've worked up a strategy to deal with the chair borrowers. I realise they don't understand that my particular chair is important for my back problems. Collier puts a neatly typed, official-looking polite notice on the back of the chair, explaining that it's a unique orthopaedic chair, and please don't move it. If urgently needed elsewhere, return it quickly, please. Second, he visits several nearby colleagues, apologises for his recent public rant, and tells them why he needs his chair. He asks for their help in stopping it being moved. Most are sympathetic and agree to watch out for anyone wanting to move his chair. Finally, Collier attaches a short, discreet rope from the chair's base and links it to his desk. When Collier is later promoted, he takes his precious chair with him, without another incident of chair wandering. Now let's relate Collier's story with the three main questions people have about anger and impatience at work. First of all, I know I should master my impatience at work, but how do I do that? Secondly, when I get angry at work, are there any questions I should focus on? And thirdly, some people tell me to vent my anger by smashing old televisions, hitting a punching bag, or running a marathon. Is this a sensible strategy? So let's look at, I know I should master my impatience at work, but how do I do that? In many ways, it's an entirely healthy reaction. What matters is what you do with that anger. For example, it can be a powerful force for change, not just for yourself, but for others. Getting mad can spark creativity, motivate you to advocate for yourself and help you perform better in competitive circumstances. Be ready to explore the many ways of turning your anger into something useful. 
See, for example, the two TED Talks, which I've included in this uh, talk. Longer-term success depends on learning to communicate strong emotions safely. Acknowledging them can boost your emotional intelligence and motivate you to focus more on sorting current problems. Also, naming how you feel can be liberating. I feel angry about this. I'm upset about this situation. I feel uneasy about what you have said. This approach can channel your frustration and help you to get what you want. What is your self-image when you get angry? How do you look, feel and sound? Do you like that picture of yourself? Try imagining overseeing your anger in a calm, positive way. By taking a mindful approach to anger, you become more able to harness it. You reduce its power to dominate. The next question is, when I get angry at work, are there any questions I should focus on? Well, quite simply, try asking, am I angry at the right person? Is my anger getting me what I want? And is my anger out of proportion to the offence? And the third question that people worry about is, some people tell me to vent my anger by smashing old televisions, hitting a punching bag or running a marathon. Is this a sensible strategy? While you may feel temporarily better doing something highly physical, venting in this way can lead you to have more difficulty with anger down the road. Destruction therapy, such as breaking things up, can cause irritation and cause your anger to increase rather than diminish. Rather than venting, choose more effective strategies to cope with your frustrations. For instance, take a break, exercise and go for a brisk walk. You could also consider anger management through anger management therapy, such as the one Collier attended. This may involve cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT, to help change your thoughts in response to anger. One of the best ways of confronting anger is to write down your feelings in a journal or personal blog. Rather than simply ruminating over negative emotions, use this to think of positive steps that you can take to solve the problem. So what action am I proposing? First, accept the anger or impatient feeling as natural and allow yourself to feel it. Make a list of what triggers your impatience and use this to refocus. Model patience for others so that problems are openly discussed without releasing the anger beast. Am I takeaway from all of this? Everybody can get cross, impatient or worse at work. Don't fight it. Instead, learn some basic techniques for dealing with anger constructively. You've been listening to an episode of Andrew's 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. For more episodes, subscribe free to my regular weekly podcasts. You can catch up on past ones at the 50ways.site, where you can also become a foundation member with access to e-learning units, further reading links, and the forum where you can ask questions, share problems, and join a growing community of people who seriously want to succeed at work. Now there's a new book and an audio version called, you guessed it, 50 Ways to Succeed at Work. Buy it at Amazon or the50ways.site. Unmissable. Thanks for listening and bye for now until next week.